Hey, this is Dave Pryor. Welcome to Leading Agile Sound Notes. Today I have a special guest. Rob Lingle is here, and he is one of the folks that is putting together the Heart of Agile Conference for 2017. It's going to take place in Pittsburgh, and um, Leading Agile is sponsoring the event. So I asked Rob if he would take some time out of his day to talk about the event and, um, and some of the things you can expect to see if you're able to make it out. So Rob, thank you for taking time out of your day. Yeah, well, thank you for having me on, Dave. I really appreciate it. So uh, I guess just to kind of give you a little bit of background of, of who I am and, and why I wanted to come chat with you today. So uh, I'm an Agile practitioner in the greater Pittsburgh area here. I'm actually an Agile coach with Summa Technologies, uh, which is a, a consultancy here that does a little bit of design, some custom software development, as, as well as some Agile transformation. So we're pretty deeply embedded in the, the Agile community here. Um, we have a, a, a larger community of about 1,200 practitioners, Pit Agile, uh, and we're here to actually put on the first ever Agile conference in the Pittsburgh area. Uh, and probably to double up on that first is uh, it's going to be the first ever Agile conference on a riverboat of all places. Uh, multiple Very riverboats, cool. actually, to be, to be precise. Multiple there. boats. How are we going to be moving back and forth between boats? How does that work? So you will have to swim between the boats, um, but we're going to provide life jackets. And swimming's an iterative uh, <laughs> thing, right? Fail fast. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> we'll see quickly who will, will sink or swim. Um, so we're actually going to have – it's an inter interesting question. A lot of the feedback that we've actually gotten on the conference or the questions that have come back through the event site have been uh, how, you know, if people couldn't attend or had a time constraint of some way, how they will get off of the boat. Um, yeah. So – I, we're actually going to have all of the vessels parked or docked uh, during the conference. So there's going to be four different boats in total that we'll oh, be okay. using uh, between our actual keynote with Alistair and others. Uh, we'll have a couple of boats there for breakout sessions. Uh, and then one boat is going to be kind of solely dedicated to food. So they're going to be setting up lunch, breakfast for us. Uh, and we're actually okay. going to have a, a couple hour cocktail reception kind of sailing up and down the river. So the only time we'll actually be sailing uh, will be at the the networking reception when people the first are drinking. evening. Yes, yes. <laughs> cool, <laughs> awesome. So obviously, you guys are going to have Alistair there. But who? You know, what? What is, is there? Like a main push to this, or is it? Is it still just trying to teach people about what the heart of Agile is all about, or do you guys have a specific focus that you're trying to kind of aim everyone at? So I think probably the the number one focus was really trying to get uh, a forum here in Pittsburgh. Uh, for practitioners to go and participate, right? It can be kind of a costly thing. And I think unless you're kind of uh, a consultant or in a shop that's really focused on kind of professional development, it can be a little bit of a challenge uh, for other professional practitioners in the Agile space to actually get training dollars or reimbursement to go out and actually attend some of these conferences. So, yeah. you know, some of the, I guess, the benefit that you and I might be able to go to an Agile 2017 or a um, you know, any of the other kind of major metropolitan areas to attend those. Uh, a yeah. lot of our practitioners just don't have the financial means or professional financial means to actually make that happen. So we wanted to bring a forum here uh, that was really kind of low, like affordable in the actual ticket price. And, and obviously a lot of people don't have to travel to attend that. So that was kind of first and foremost. Uh, and I actually hooked up with Alistair a couple years back uh, had lunch with him over this concept of the, the heart of agile that was kind of relatively fresh in his mind. And he was still kind of fleshing it out a little bit. Um, and actually saw that he and a, a few other folks and, and you guys actually at leading agile sponsored this event last year and it's, it's first ever conference in Philadelphia. Yeah. So I saw that that actually happened. I was pretty amazed uh, that 
Alistair was able to kind of take that from concept to actually having a conference uh, on that that particular topic right? yeah. so quickly. Uh, so I just reached out and I said, hey, it would be great. The, the second one was actually in Pittsburgh. So that's kind of how it came to be. Uh, I think another way that it resonates is just I don't think that Alistair is alone, I guess, in his assessment that sometimes uh, Agile has become, I guess, somewhat over-commercialized, ornamental, uh, to use his yeah. words. Um, so I think that the, the kind of back-to-fundamentals or back-to-basics approach that he kind of outlines in that delivery, um, collaboration, reflection, and improvement, yeah. I think it just really resonates because a lot of people are trying to s- struggle through how do you implement something that was really kind of born out of smaller groups of people accomplishing things quickly uh, and adapting that to larger enterprises where that's just not the culture, you know? Well, and was really simple in its roots, but now has become, you know, one of the things I say in the classes is like, there's no way you can learn this. There's so much that you'll never be done. It's just like an endless path. But, But the core of it is a pretty simple, basic, you know, set of ideas and practices that you can kind of marshal yourself behind. If you don't get too swept up, I agree wholeheartedly. I I think uh, that's I, I think that's why that resonates so greatly with me is just because sometimes we get a little bit too dogmatic about how things should work. But I think to your point, right? Since you could never learn anything, I think if you just really understand the fundamentals, the principles, and the values that really drive a lot of the decisions, those are the things that are kind of rock solid in all of this and can can help kind of guide you through those other complex. Uh, challenges that you need to address, right? So it's not a one-off, like, I need to go out and figure out exactly how to do this or how everybody else has done this, but it's taking all those values and principles that you have as a practitioner, right, and applying them in such a way uh, that it actually takes your context, the principle, and kind of melds them into something that works for you, your organization, your team, so on and so forth. Yeah. Is, Is it more geared towards people that are brand new or kind of further down the path, or is it kind of even across the board? Because I know you have different kinds of sessions going on. So we're trying to take an approach that we kind of we can encompass all practitioners. So I would say I think there's something for everybody that's going to be there. Um, just on the fact that we have kind of multiple tracks in some of those themes or flavors. So just for an example, um, each one of those categories or kind of areas that Alistair outlines is going to be a theme or a track. Uh, so delivery-related topics, collaboration-related topics, uh, and then reflection and improvement kind of get grouped together. But um, so we're going to have multiple sessions going out across all of those those themes at all different levels. Uh, and then we're also going to have some collaborative talks kind of mixed in there. So it'll almost be like an opportunity for uh, any practitioner, whether you're brand new to this uh, or if you're kind of a seasoned practitioner, to come in and have kind of some open dialogue around some of the more challenging topics that we face on a daily basis. So those things are being crowdsourced actually out of, I believe, the Agile Coalition with James Gifford. So okay. we're going to crowdsource those topics, and then we're going to have some collaborative talks that will actually be facilitated by Nareva with their SPAN system. So they're going to kind of do a distributed talk across two different groups uh, oh, on cool. those topics. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. That's great. All right. So I just, I want to mention one thing you talked about the price. So for folks, if you're, if you're trying to get some SCUs or PDUs or just want to get better at learning this stuff, you're looking at like 1600 to $2,000 to go to the Agile conference or $300 to go to the heart of Agile in Pittsburgh. So it's definitely more cost effective. Um, And it's going to take place on the 27th and 28th of April. Um, I'm going to include the link to the registration page because it's kind of long. 
Um, but before, so so I'm, I appreciate you talking about this. I also want to ask you about volunteerism because I know that, I mean, you served the country. You also do a lot of volunteering. Um, and I think that's that's an important part, at least for me, in the work that I do and, and staying engaged and hopefully becoming better as a human. Can you talk a little bit about your volunteer work? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, I think a, a lot of my volunteer work has just been enabled and kind of encouraged by the organizations that I have been with. So I've uh, been with a few over the years between MasterCard, U.S. Bank, uh, CA Technologies, and now, of course, SUMA. Uh, I've been very, uh, I guess, fortunate to have my organizations really encourage giving back to the community. So they actually do so through actually kind of putting their money where their mouth is and, and allotting for a number of hours or days per year uh, for me to actually go out and give back to my community. So uh, thank you to them first and foremost. Um, second piece of that is, I guess there's a couple of things that are a little bit near and dear to my heart in terms of where I choose to, to kind of give back some of my time. A lot of that has to do with just kind of, I guess, an overarching theme of, of children and, and overall education. Uh, and another portion of that, right, is just kind of giving back to the community that's in need, essentially. So what that looks like is, uh, on the, the community need portion um, is actually volunteering at a local soup kitchen we have. It's called Jubilee Soup Kitchen here in, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, and they actually serve upwards of two meals per day, uh, regardless, no holidays off. So 365 days a year, these folks are, are actually putting on and, and serving meals twice a day. To, uh, it's pretty humbling to have an, an opportunity to go out and participate and just see um, just the, the sheer amount of folks that, that actually put forth effort to make that happen on a daily basis from the folks who actually run the kitchen uh, to folks who go around to actually local businesses, grocery stores, uh, other food venues to actually collect additional food that can be donated and brought back to that kitchen. So a pretty powerful experience. Um, on the education front, uh, two things, kind of junior achievers, where you get to go out and actually experience what it's like to be uh, a young teacher, or, or, or any teacher really for that matter, in today's kind of school system. So you get to go out with a mentor. They provide content ahead of time. Um, you you kind of, I, I guess, study up the content, and then you actually go deliver a class from anybody. You know, it's all the way from first grade all the way up through the senior year of high school uh, that you could go out and, and actually deliver a class. So they provide you a mentor. It's a really great way to kind of get in touch with today's kids and just get uh, a good feel for what it's like to actually be a teacher, uh, which I'm, I'm very appreciative of. It's not a, an easy job by any means. Uh, and then the last one is kind of near and dear to my heart is more kind of technology-based organization uh, or education, I apologize. Um, so code.org uh, has a program actually called the Hour of Code, which is very similar to kind of junior achievers in the sense that uh, you go out, a group of, of technologists or somebody that's familiar with coding can go to a, a school and do an hour of code where they'll actually use uh, Google's Blocky. Uh, and you'll sit down, which is kind of similar to puzzle pieces. It's like visual programming um, that is kind of consumable by younger kids all, all the way down to you know second, third grade. Um, so we go in there and actually spend a day or, or a good portion, a couple hours, uh, sitting down and actually helping kids start to program for the first time ever. Well, and that's and that's not just program; that's thinking as well, thinking in a logical way. Absolutely, yes. It's right. it's pretty amazing. Like, uh, so it teaches kids to kind of reason through the problem that they're trying to solve. So conceptually, yeah, I agree. It's 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 almost like a great mental workout for them. 
better than taking Latin. <laughs> Sorry, Indeed we were talking it about that beforehand. Um, Indeed it is. So how has this, how has the volunteer work that you've done um, influenced your coaching? Has it had an impact on that? Um, yes, I, I think absolutely. I think across the board, it's kind of always been about service for me. So when we talk about, you know, servant leadership, that's something uh, that I'm pretty passionate about is near and dear to my heart. And that comes across, I think, in, in kind of all my life, right? So I guess I've just been brought up to be, uh, I think, if you really want good things to come your way uh, in your life, the, the probably the best route to accomplish that is through service to others and just helping other people. That's where, uh, I guess, real success, at least in the way that I define it, uh, comes to be is through service to others. So whether that's me, you know, serving my country, whether that's me, you know, serving my community, um, or even, you know, this Heart of Agile piece is, is a, a bit of service back to the community. So, you know, uh, it definitely is. Yeah. I mean, putting this together for all those folks who in, to enjoy that, it's a wonderful thing that you guys are doing. Yep. So, I mean, I think a lot of that has to do with, uh, there was no one organization behind it. This is, this is surprisingly, it's just a couple of people that really were passionate about bringing a forum to Pittsburgh for this to happen. Um, so I think that's, for me, that's what it's all about is, is, uh, if we can enable others to really kind of be successful uh, yeah. and enjoy themselves, uh, it's always worked out that I got to, uh, just by association, enjoy myself and be successful at the same time. Cool. Yeah. I, I want to encourage anybody that's listening. I mean, the more you can, a lot of people don't volunteer for stuff, but whether it's wh wh wherever you're doing it, I think you get more out of that generally than you put into it. Although the more you put in, you know, it's, it's a pretty amazing, rewarding thing. And for me, at least in my professional life, all the volunteering I've done is is has been the most valuable aspect. It's where I get the best relationships and learn the most from people. So, yeah, um, I would encourage everybody to take part of that. I agree. I think another aspect too is it kind of ties in just with overall teamwork. So as you interact with others and build relationships in your organizations, or you're working on a team, uh, I think service to others, uh, community or otherwise, right, um, just helps you kind of build some empathy, uh, some awareness. Uh, and I think it kind of fundamentally changes how you interact with other human beings, how you work with them. I think it enriches your relationships with with people uh, and really kind of helps you uh, to align to a common goal. Right. You, I think you realize more um, th that it's about, I guess, working towards a common goal as a group or a team, right, rather than your own individual needs or goals. So yeah. I think service is uh, just a precursor to really get you prepared to do that. Uh, in a consistent fashion. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Thank you, man. So if people want to learn more about the event, you can just search for Heart of Agile. I will include the link to the actual registration page for the event um, in the show notes for the podcast. It's going to be April 27th and 28th in Pittsburgh. Um, Rob, any final words of advice? or? No, I encourage you, if you if you attend, please attend uh, to, to find me at the conference. I look forward to really meeting and seeing everybody there. I know you're going to be there, Dave. You're actually yes, speaking for us. So I'm yep. looking forward to your session, sir. Uh, and looking forward to meet you. <laughs> me too. <laughs> and, cool. And All right, man. Thanks so much for having me on, Dave. I really appreciate it. Oh, thanks for being here. Thanks for putting the event on. And, and uh, anybody who's listening, we hope to see you in Pittsburgh in a few weeks. Cool. Thanks. All right. See ya. See ya.